It's Sonic Death Monkey. On KCRC River Radio. again to the Sonic Death Monkey Show. I do enjoy that name. It is a great name. Yes. I am your co-host, Death Monkey. And I am Sonic. How is everyone doing today? Good? Great. Well, today we're so, going to do a little introduction about a, your host. A little getting to know you almost. Yes. It's like a MySpace quiz on the radio. Yes, it's a MySpace blog page where we can constantly post bulletins waiting you're, for you're comments. Get, you're getting hit by the CRC sex truck. <laughs> what's, what's it called? Sex truck? Yeah. What do we call that? Well, I was thinking of that stupid thing people always post, you know, you're hit by the sex truck. You know, you post oh, okay. this on who you want to have sex with. Oh, well. So if anybody wants to have sex, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm free all weekend. And, you know. Sex equals love, right? Close enough at this point. Okay, well. Well, how about we start with something positive, some things that we actually like. And let's yes. do a, a good old-fashioned top five list. How about our top five fast food restaurants? All right, what is your number five? My number five, um, this one is kind of obscure, but it goes back to my childhood. Long John Silver's. Ah. Yes, there was yes. one by my house, but then they changed it into a Jim Boy's, which still <laughs> angers me today. Well, you should bomb it. I should bomb it, but I need the equipment, and I need an alibi. And the air would smell like shrimp. <laughs> well, if it was Long John Silver's. Now it's just a Jim Boy's. It would symbolically smell like Symbolic shrimp. Symbolic meat, okay. Maybe a cloud of like a, a lobster. Yes. That would be great. I'd almost for lobster clouds. My number five was McDonald's. McDonald's, really? Number five? Well, it's McDonald's. It's just, it's just McDonald's good, but it's kind of, eh. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's, you know, I wouldn't go out of my way to go to McDonald's. I mean, if I need food or, you know, if it's there and I have like five bucks I need to spend on something trivial, you know. Right. But, you know, McDonald's has, you know, fond childhood memories and. Yeah, sometimes when I eat it, like, I enjoy eating and it tastes good, but after I feel like... Crap? I, 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 not crap, but I feel like I wasted, you know, my hunger on food that really wasn't... It's a quick fix. Yeah. It's well, like, you know, fried heroin. I guess that would be a pretty quick fix. Injection. If you like heroin. Yeah. Which I, I've never tried. And Neither have I. Don't really, don't really care to. It's but in if, now. If that's your bag, then, hey, you know... Literally. I don't want to call you a bad person, but you're a bad person. Yeah, screw you, heroin addicts. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go ahead and number four. My number four is Carl's Jr. Ah. Carl's Jr., the home of the giant Lee overpriced burgers. 
Oh, you mean the legitimately priced six dollar burger? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, no every, false advertising there. Yeah, pretty much all the burgers they have, they're good, but they're they're a little pricey. I yeah. go there for one for like one meal, and like I order the number four or some whatever number it is, and it's like hey, twelve dollars and eighteen twelve dollars. It's a burger, fries, Jeez. and a coke. Twelve dollars. Yeah, that's like my biggest drawback to Carl's. Yeah, is that you know it uh, it just costs too damn much and. Again, you know, little goes. Little doesn't really do all that much. Mm-hmm. I just love the six dollar burgers, though, since I think you know they're tremendously awesome. Yeah, I usually get um, if if I'm broke, I get the ninety nine cent spicy chicken, which is mm. pretty good for ninety nine cent spicy really? sandwich. Usually, you can't find one of those. Huh? But uh, I, I like chicken. I like their chicken sandwiches a lot, so I always get the bacon Swiss. Yeah. It recently increased twenty five percent in size. So it's wow, a, it's a hefty breast. <laughs> Well, speaking of hefty breasts, my number four was KFC. KFC, there's a nice transition. Just because, like, you know, popcorn chicken alone, where you get, like, the mixed up bits that you don't know what quite they are. Uh-huh. So, you know, I just enjoy my gizzards. You know, people speak a lot about their mashed potatoes and gravy. It's famous, but people don't give enough credit to the macaroni and cheese. I never got the macaroni and cheese. You never had it? Well, I mean, I've had it, but I just don't understand, you know, the appeal. It's macaroni and cheese. It? It's, it's rather good. I have to hmm. give them the credit for that. Um I'm kind of sort of a aficionado on macaroni and cheese, and it's not quite up there with the craft macaroni and cheese that what you is? make at home, but it uh, it's pretty good for. It's not too expensive, so. And I'm all about potato wedges and biscuits. Oh, those are good. I like to dip the potato wedges in the macaroni and cheese. Hmm. It gets them. I like dipping food. Dipping's great. Yeah. I like. I always have this thing where I have to have like two foods. Like I have to have fries in my mouth before I take a bite of a burger. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know how it started, cool. but now I can't eat a burger without fries. Let's move on to my number three. Um, moving on to another kind of food, Del Taco. Ah. Home of the Taco Tuesday infamous. I've had very limited exposure to Del Taco. Really? Well, I grew up in a place which I've decided is the only place in this country where there's not a Del Taco. Because I've seen them everywhere else. Uh-huh. So I've only been there probably twice. It's Taco Bell's king where you come from. Well, the, there just there has to be some Basically, kind of by process of elimination, yeah. Yeah. So uh, they're, they're they're very good. They have very cheap tacos, and they, yeah. they they put a lot more cheese on there than Taco Bell does. So right. Don't they have fries too? They do have fries, and they're like um, like uh, crispy cut fries with hmm. like wedges in them or something. Wow, they're good. Hmm. Okay, my number three was Carl's, which we already Carl's, mentioned. yes. But you know, the six dollar burger itself deserves its own show because that's like you know food of the gods. Well, it's too bad we can't restart this show about the six dollar burger. Damn it. Uh, well, let's go ahead and move on to my number two, McDonald's. Huh. Basically because the the dollar menu is great. I can go there and get a bunch of food for four bucks, and I'm full. Yeah. Not the best food in the world, but it's cheap. Yes, I, I can agree with that. My number two was Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. That's a great, that's Which, a great restaurant. You know, again, the price just is a bit much, but, you know, yeah. they got, you know, jumbo jacks. Well, let's continue. My number one was Jack in the Box. Ah. Maybe because of the ultimate cheeseburger and all of their great ciabattas that they've started. Hmm. And my number one was Taco Bell just because I have Taco had Bell. little exposure and I used to love those chili cheese burritos. Oh, those are good. Have you had any of the, the new crunchy, whatever they call it? No, I haven't. Crunchy Weezy? I wish you stored or something like that. No. I tried it one time. It was pretty good. Well, all then, right. Those are our five favorite things, and we will be moving on to another topic. Okay. This is actor Angie Harmon working as a volunteer tutor. Here she's teaching kids to spell habeas corpus. 
Here. P R. Prosecutable. S. Angie played a lawyer on TV. To find out how you can volunteer in your community, go to usafreedomcorps.gov or call 1-877-USA-CORPS. When you help your neighbors, you help your nation. Make a difference. Volunteer. This public service message brought to you by USA Freedom Corps and the Ad Council. Hola, soy Mariano Rivera. Quisiera hablarle acerca de cómo ser un voluntario. Todos podemos contribuir de alguna manera. Por ejemplo, yo me ofrecí para ser el portavoz para la radio de USA Freedom Corps. Para responder a la llamada de la nación, visite usafreedomcorps.gov o llame 1-877-USA-CORPS. Cuando usted ayuda a sus vecinos, usted ayuda a su nación. Ser voluntario es lo que cuenta. Este mensaje público es cortesía de USA Freedom Corps y el Ad Council. Children are hateful. They are hateful. I despise children. And with that, we are moving clearly from a positive perspective into a very negative one. Well, negative is relative. I just think I'm right. So. I think negativity is part of the human experience, probably more so than happiness. Yeah. I mean, good things have come out of negativity, except for kids, though. Yeah. See, but before something can be happy, it has to be negative, for the most part. True. But yes, children. Children. God's practical joke. Aren't they so happy? Yes, I know. Yes. And about children, especially nowadays that I just despise, or I see these kids, they're maybe eight years old, walking home from from their elementary schools, and they're talking on a cell phone. Yeah, I know. And you know they're not talking to their parents because they're having a, f- a fun conversation. But I, well, I, I question, Yes. Why, what do kids need to talk about? On the phone. Who are they talking to? You, you ever been in a situation where, like, you just need to call somebody to talk about how cool Dora was? I, You know what? I, I don't think I've ever had that, that emotion before. Well, neither have I, but I mean, I just, I'm trying to... I can... I don't understand, you know, I didn't have a cell phone, and I turned out reasonably okay. Yeah. I don't have a cell phone to this day. You're probably smarter than the rest of us. I, you know, I don't have to pay $40 for a month for a phone that I wouldn't use in the first place. True. But I just don't understand, like... I mean, I can understand for maybe emergencies or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But even then, though. Even then, the kids aren't using them for emergencies. Exactly. They're calling I'm... all their homies oh, when they're God. walking home from uh, school. Well, like, you, it's easier to find out who likes who that way. Passing notes is, like, so 1990s. Yeah, now you got to text people. Yeah, I hate texting in itself, but, you know. Yeah, that's what they do. I know. That's all they're doing. I mean, yeah. Hopefully it costs them an arm and a leg and they end up, you know, poor and rotting in ditches. We, being, need, to, you know. we need to teach kids to learn how to pass notes again. Because passing notes is great. You can fold it into a plane and throw it to the person. Now you can't, yes, I mean, you can't how, wrap your phone up in a, you know, a handkerchief and toss it around the room. I mean, hell, when I was yeah. 12, I told the girl that I liked her by heaving a piece of paper at her face. There you go. That's how it's done. Exactly. Did you get was, anywhere with her? Well, no. But oh, okay. That usually bitch. <laughs> yeah. Aren't they all? Well, she was one of those chicks who would always dress all slutty and... Uh-oh. Looked available. Yeah. And then you realize she has morals, and you're like, damn it. Well, not so much morals as, like, you know, standards that standards, were... Standards, right. Yeah. Not me. 
So if you're listening, you're a bitch. Yeah, damn standards. Yeah. Hope you get married to, you know, some kind of, you know, abusive midget with a golf club. That's an interesting uh, sight. Which, huh. <laughs> well, well, we're looking at, uh, at Yahoo News and looking at something that upset. The headline is, inmate allegedly urged to strip for pie. What kind of pie? Was it worth Let's it? Let's see. Cherry pie. Cherry pie? Come on. Tastes so good, make a grown man cry. Yeah. I'm sure that's not the only thing. Ah, prison. That's fun. You but know what was, I hate? Dry anal rape. But was, <laughs> but was the pie made in the prison? Was it prison pie? It doesn't say. What were the cherries plucked from? Uh, I would assume like a you know a cherry bush. A cherry, okay. Well, or a tree, <coughs> or a cherry's roots. It should be roots. I damn don't it! No, it. <laughs> cherries dislike us. I wouldn't strip for anything less than a pumpkin pie. Probably a fair statement. I don't know what I would strip for. Well, um, I dislike cherry pie. Yes. Yes. I've always hated cherry pie. Yeah. It's always gooey and looks like eyeballs. And yeah. apple pie is much, much better. I'm always a f- I'm a fan of ver- the various berries. Yeah. And lemon meringue. But see, now we're getting into positive things. This is things we don't like. I hate lemon meringue pie lemon- when it's got a rat in it. I don't understand lemon meringue. It drives me insane when I use. I get a fork into it. I don't know Damn, what I'm like, doing. Egg whites that are all like spongy and desirable. I don't even know what I'm eating. It's like some kind of alien from planet Zod 14. Exactly. We hate aliens. Aliens suck. Damn right. E.T., fascist. <laughs> Any other aliens come to mind? I'm kind of drawing a blank. Well, that one that was chasing Sigourney Weaver around like four times. Well, does it have a name? We just call it Alien. Yeah. Oh. How about um, and the Predator? How about Predator was a douchebag, wasn't he? How about uh, Martin from My Favorite Martian? The movie or the TV show? Either. Well, the I, t- probably the TV show because the movie was good because of the actor. Well, I'm I'm all in favor of Christopher Lloyd working though. Yeah. But you know. I don't know. I could go either way. Mork was all right. He was all coked up. Exactly. If which, you're going to be an alien in this again, country. Coke, just like heroin, sucks. Exactly. Drug addicts suck. They We dislike drug addicts. Yes, they belong in prison with the cherry pies. Exactly. You should strip for pies, addicts. God, that's me insane. I hear you hating. <laughs> There's another thing I hate. Lingo today. Where for they, shizzle. They constantly take words that end in ER and replace it. Like it isn't, like with an A. Like players, now playa. Well, it just seems kind of. I, I don't know how to describe it. It just doesn't work for me. No. It, whenever I say it, it sounds like I'm trying too hard, so. It, you have to force it out because it's just so. Like, terrible language. Of course, then again, though, the, the, there are fun words to yell at the screen when you're watching Pirates of the Caribbean, too. Such as? Well, like, if there's a sword fight going on and Johnny Depp wins, you just yell, gangsta as loud as you can in the theater, yeah. just totally doesn't know what to say, so they just laugh at you. Yeah, that foo be hating. Exactly. You got your grill. Come I on. also hate emos. Oh, emos, yes. They they suck, too. There are lots of things that suck. Exactly. Emos always crying, my girlfriend broke up with me ten years ago, and I'm still writing songs about it. But they're full of angst. Yeah, man, we're, we're And they listen we- to they listen to just the worst music out there, anyway. I'm wearing my ten-year-old sister's jeans. Yes. And I'm writing songs of my own blood. Well, you know, 
They're not very good songs either, so the no. joke's on you. It's the same song over and over again. You know, and, and getting into that, though, like, you know, the various bands on MySpace that always try to add me. We're bleeding depth euphoria. Yeah. Our music is awesome. Add us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's just pitiful attempts at making music. Well, when they write me, I write them back now. Really? You, they pissed you off that much? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hippies also anger me, by the way. Hippies? Oh, yeah. I don't see too many of those anymore. I haven't seen any since I've been here. But hippies will try to, like, once some hippie wrote me and just was like, dude, listen to our band, and I wrote them back, and, you know, just said some very unpleasant non-radio-related things. Yeah. But, you know, it's very empowering. But I despise hippies and emos and emo hippies. Do they and... still wear the 60s gear, or have they upgraded their look? Are they, like, n- newly century hippies? Well, the hippies that I've associated with always kind of, they're upgraded, but it looks more like, you know, homeless. Right. They still smell. Uh-huh. And not in the good way. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like they've been running a marathon with black bean burritos under their arms. Do they still talk like Keanu Reeves? A t- Keanu Reeves' tone to their voice? Actually, some of them do. Uh-huh. Except, you know, they're... I love... It's like a thorn. Whoa. Man. Yes. Yeah. I hate Keanu Reeves, too. Keanu Reeves? Yes. Um, I'm on the fence with him. Well, I mean, just like, you know, that outside of Bill and Ted, I don't really, you know... Because uh-huh. that was just his, his natural role. It, it's it's hard because I enjoy most of the films that he is in. Yeah, but it's 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 just funny to watch him act because he like Why? he tries so hard. What? Why? Whoa! He's no Joey Lawrence. Point Break was pretty good though. Dude, Swayze. Yeah. Yes, we don't hate Patrick Swayze. No, Patrick Swayze could be a god of water <laughs> and kicking butt in a bar. Well, hey, that'll do it for things we just like. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. I know how important a dad can be. That's why my wife and I take our daughters on tour with us. Tuck them in at night, tell them stories, and sing them songs. My name's Tim McGraw, and I want to say it doesn't take a superstar, but it takes a man to be a dad. A message from the National Fatherhood Initiative and the Ad Council. Call 1-800-790-DADS for free help with information. Hello, may I help you? Uh, hello, can I ask about the apartment on Park Street? What was your name? My name is Juan Hernandez. It's been rented. May I help you? My name is Tyrone Washington. I'm calling about the place to rent on Park Street. No longer available. Hello? Yes, hello. My name is Graham Wellington. I'm calling about the apartment for rent on Park Street. Is that still available? Yes, it is. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh, really? Housing discrimination is illegal. If you think you've been a victim, call 800-669-9777. Brought to you by HUD, the Ad Council, and LCCREF. Hello, may I help you? Can I ask about the apartment on Park Street? What was your name? Juan Hernandez. It's been rented. May I help you? My name is Sanjay Kumar. I'm calling about the Park Street apartment. No longer available. Hello? My name is Graham Wellington. I'm calling about the apartment for rent on Park Street. Is that still available? Yes, it is. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh, really? Housing discrimination is illegal. If you think you've been a victim, call 800-669-9777. Brought to you by HUD, the Ad Council, and LCCREF.
love that song. Fantastic. Anyway, the top ten movies grossing last week thing. <laughs> Number ten was A Good Year. Which one's A Good Year? A Good Year. What is A Good Year? Ah, oh, okay, yes. We were, the Russell Crowe. Is that number 10? Yes. It opened up at number 10? It opened up at number 10. That's horrible. With, uh, about 4 million. Rounded Good up. Lord, that is awful. I despise Russell Crowe anyway, so I don't really care. Yeah. I feel bad for him now, but, though. Yeah. He's, he's hurting with only the 20 Four million movie? he probably made making well, the film. I don't know, but he can go back to, you know, fighting around the world, so. <laughs> Tugga! That should be a real show. That would be a great show. Number Number 9 was The Prestige, dropping from number 6. Uh, I finally got around to seeing that one. Yeah, how it was is, it? It, was, it actually is rather good. It's very good. Very lots of plenty of twists in there, and not not bad ones like in Shyamalan's movies. I can't stand M Night yeah. Shyamalan. But no, the Prestige is good film. It's worth definitely worth your time. All right, cool. Go see it while it's still out. Yes. the The Return was number eight. The Return, another horrible opening for Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yes, and that was like the, her non-grudge horror movie. Yeah, it's a horror movie that's rated PG-13, so well, right away you know, you know it. Blows. Not really a horror movie, then more like you know a, uh, you know, suspenseful crap fest. Pre- well, even then, that's kind of yeah. giving it too much credit. <laughs> so. Just, just, just crap fest, or well, I think the problem was you call it the return to basically to be a sequel of something. The return to your car after ten minutes. What do you call the second it? one? The return to the return to. Your car again after watching 15 minutes of it? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, The Return 3. This time it's personal. <laughs> Number seven was The Departed, which has had crazy long legs. Yeah, has it's made, been out for over a month now. And has made a, a ton of cash. I still haven't gotten around to seeing this one, but... Yeah, me neither. I, I'm probably not going to be surprised if it's out of theaters by the time I actually do get a chance to go see it. Yeah. But then I'll have to wait for a DVD, but I'll definitely pick that up. And I love Jack. Jack's great. I mean... Dude, he's Jack. I got the sunglasses, man. More Keanu Reeves. Number six was Babel. Babel, the Middle Eastern. Yeah, the the the, the Brad Pitt, Kate Blan- Blanchett thing. Uh, right. Which just doesn't it doesn't look all that good. I to don't me. really care. It's too much. Well, I just you know, I just don't care. Yeah, the whole. I don't know if you want to go see a whole movie where the point of the movie is you can't understand anybody. <laughs> I don't know how entertaining that would be. Brad Pitt asking, "What are you saying?" Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I love Kate Blanchett, though, but I just don't want to, you know, yeah. it's no point. It's a waste of your time and money. Number five was Saw 3. Saw 3, I got around to seeing this one, too. Hmm. Uh, it, uh, gorier than the previous two, and there's a really disturbing scene where they have to remove part of Jigsaw's skull to, uh. re- to relieve stress on his brain because he has a tumor that was released in the, that was revealed in the second film. It is not a tumor. It's not a tumor. But uh, and they have to cut it. That was probably the most disturbing scene in the in the whole movie. Is um, cause she had to drill holes and then like saw part of it off. Jeez. Yeah, it's it's kind of gross. But it was a hey, good film, good for horror fans. Well, uh, how does it rate out of the other two? Like you know, on a scale of like, you know. Um, it was probably maybe the second best. I, number two is my favorite. Hmm. Okay. Number four, Stranger Than Fiction. The Will Ferrell, Emma Thompson. Oh yes, where he he hears the voice narrating his life. Yes, I've heard that's supposed to be very good too. It, it looks interesting. Kind of curious how. Well, it's got Maggie Gyllenhaal in it. Yeah, from so. the famous Secretary. Yes, now that's a movie. There's a film right there. I like her better than the brother, so I'm all for it. Yeah. Number three was Flushed Away. Oh, DreamWorks' new animated film. Yeah, 
I'm always afraid. I don't know what to make of that movie whenever I see it. It looks like it just rats flush down the toilet and talk to turd people. Yeah, DreamWorks, the, the last one they did was Over the Hedge, and that was really good. I'm a big, I, I like animated films. I like, you know, films like that. I go yeah. see them all the time. And Over the Hedge was really good, so I'm, I'm going to check this one out just because. All right, well, let us know how that turns out. All right. Next podcast. Number two was the Santa Claus 3, the escape clause. Uh, this makes, I want to see this just because of Martin, just Martin. Uh, I don't know. The, the, the cast, I don't know. I don't understand how a movie could stay at this. I mean, it, it was number three last week as well as this week, and I don't know how it was able to stay there, number two last week, I apologize, with, you know, the drawing power of Tim Allen and Martin Short. I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that it wasn't first last week. But I guess maybe if they released it maybe more towards Christmas, maybe in well, mid-December. Well, yeah. It would have I mean, been maybe a little bit better, but... So the post-Thanksgiving, you know, when people it. Yeah, ever, ever since I saw Clifford, I've been a huge Martin Short fan. That's, ah, That was a great yes. movie. And number one, of course, Borat. Cultural Learnings of America for Make Benefit Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. It's a hell of a title. It's the best movie I've seen in quite a while. Really? It, uh, yeah, I've never seen a group of people totally, absolutely gasp in both hilarity and just absolutely floored at how offensive something could be. Uh huh. But then again, I'm like, I love offensive things. It, hey, it's always better entertainment than everything yeah. else. Yeah. And I figured, worst case scenario, people get pissed off and riot. That all, didn't all happen, better. unfortunately. Yeah. So. But it was, yeah, there's so much good about that movie that is, I, it's hard to even describe. I was wondering, because it looks like sort of a Tom Green show act where he goes into the streets or whatever and, and talks to people. Like, they don't really know who he is. They don't know if yeah. he's making a movie. Is it like that, or is it... Most of it is. I, I guess only two parts of it were staged. And, uh -huh. uh, you know, outside of that, it's it's pretty much just the real reactions of people who believe that he's really a, you know, Kazakhstan representative. Right. I'm th I think I might go check that out, but there's there's a couple other movies that i got to see beforehand. Before, maybe I'll give that one a try, though. Yeah, it, it looks uh, plenty of controversy around it, so it has to be yes, a little good. It's worth it. Yeah. And those were the movies for this week. Yeah. So, so go out there and yeah. go see something. Yeah, go see something. Hello. Hi, Bill. Uh, this is George Dewey from up the street. Oh, hey, George. How you doing? Good, good. Say, I noticed you've been walking to work these days instead of driving, mm. and I uh, don't quite know how to say this, but... But... But what? But... But... Your butt. Your buttocks. Your butt. I think I found your butt on my front lawn. Cap, you recently lost it. As a matter of fact, I have, George. It's about time someone noticed. Well, it was kind of hard to miss, if you know what I mean. Anyways, would you like it back? Would I like it back? No, not really. So it's okay if I throw it out? Sure, that's fine. Take it easy, George. Small step number eight. Walk instead of driving whenever you can. It's just one of the many small steps you can take to help you become a healthier, well, you. Get started at www.smallstep.gov and take a small step to get healthy. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. do it for us this week yes so just you know screw you guys we're going home i hope you all enjoyed yourselves this has been sonic death Monkey. 
Yes. Yeah.